episode number 300 of Sleep Whispers. Tonight, you'll hear a Whisperpedia episode about Pocahontas. I'm Harris, and I hope this podcast helps to tranquilize those restless squirrels in your brain so you can relax and fall asleep. Episodes. That's that's a lot. If this podcast has been helpful to you, then maybe today is the day that you help the podcast. Just become a podcast supporter today, and you'll get access all of my episodes, including all of the bonus episodes, and you can try all of that for free by using the link in the episode notes or visiting silkpodcasts.com. Yep, your first step of gratitude kindness is totally free and full of rewards. Too bad all of life isn't that great. (laughs) Alright, why did I choose Pocahontas for tonight's Whisperpedia? It's basically because I didn't know much about Pocahontas. I did know about the Disney animated movie titled Pocahontas that was created in 1995. But Disney also made a movie about a flying elephant. So I wasn't even sure if Pocahontas was a real person. (laughs) Don't laugh at me. Actually, you should laugh at me. (laughs) Well, I, I do finally know, and I'm confident, that she was a real person, and she did have a significant role in history. The 1995 Disney animation does get a lot of things correct but it also gets some things wrong. For example, the Disney animation sort of revolves around these romantic feelings between Pocahontas and John Smith, which is a little bit weird, because John Smith was 18 years older than Pocahontas, and she was probably 10 years old when he first arrived to the New World. In reality, there doesn't seem to be any evidence of a romance between these two. (laughs) 
thank goodness. <laughs> I'll highlight some other inaccuracies of the Disney animation and some accuracies as I explain the life of Pocahontas. Another thing that will surprise you will be how minor of an involvement John Smith actually had with Pocahontas. All of the misunderstood drama and potential romance between these two probably came from a single letter that John Smith wrote to the Queen of England. You'll learn that he probably made up some of the information in that letter, and I'll also try to explain why he did that. Another key thing you'll learn is why Pocahontas is often referred to as a princess. And this was not the fault of Disney. I know how much they love their princesses. But Pocahontas being referred to as a princess happened long, long before the 1995 animation by Disney. You may also be wondering about the 1998 Disney sequel titled Pocahontas 2 Journey to a New World. That Disney sequel portrays her visit to England and her relationship to the colonist John Rolfe, who she actually did marry. Tonight, you will learn all about her real trip to England and her real marriage to John Rolfe. Now, this episode should help you to relax and fall asleep. But what about a podcast to help wake you up? For that, you should try the Wake Me Up podcast. Each episode starts with relaxing music, and then this kind voice gives you a guided moment of mindfulness, meditation, or something uplifting and motivating, like how to overcome a slump, increase your energy, and tackle the day. It's like waking up to a happy song in your heart and loving butterflies on your face. <laughs> Just search for Wake Me Up in your podcast player or use the link in the episode notes. And one more podcast suggestion that will excite 
and invigorate your brain squirrels. It is the Twilight Histories podcast. So good that it's won an award from Apple. Each episode will bring you a rich, immersive, soundscape story that will transport you to a place like Egypt trapped in an ice age or an underwater Soviet city and many other imaginative worlds. I suggest you listen in the dark for the best experience. Just search for Twilight Histories in your podcast player or use the link in the episode notes. Okay, let's begin tonight's Whisperpedia. The following are select sections and details from the Wikipedia article titled Pocahontas and other linked Wikipedia articles. Pocahontas was a Native American born around 1596 in Virginia. Her original birth name, though, may have been Madoka or Madokes. One historian claims that the Native Americans may have changed her name to Pocahontas to protect her from the English settlers. It was a Native American superstition that those who know your real birth name can do you more harm. So changing her name was viewed as a protective measure. The name Pocahontas may have been the name of her mother, although her mother's identity has never been truly confirmed. Pocahontas' father was Paladin, a Native American chief in Virginia. She was described as her father's delight and darling, but she wasn't in line to inherit a position as a chief. When she was older, Pocahontas would be most famously linked to the colonist Captain John Smith. John Smith arrived in Virginia with a hundred other settlers in April of 1607, where they built a fort on the James River. The colonists had numerous encounters over the next several months with the local Native Americans. Some of these encounters were friendly, and some of the encounters were hostile. A hunting party led by a close relative of Pocahontas' father captured John Smith 
in December of 1607. They brought John Smith to Pocahontas' father, whose name was Chief Powhatan. John Smith initially described this meeting as a great feast, followed by a long talk with Chief Powhatan. He also said that he didn't meet Pocahontas until several months later. But his later accounts of this moment told a different story. Nine years later, he would write a letter in which he described being held down by the Native Americans during his capture and threatened with large stones by Chief Powhatan. His letter also claims that Pocahontas threw herself over his body and pleaded with her father to spare his life. John Smith gave Pocahontas full credit for his survival and safe return to the Jamestown colony. He wrote this account in a letter to the Queen of England prior to Pocahontas visiting England. It is believed he did this to demonstrate that Pocahontas was worthy of an audience with Queen Anne. Another possibility is that he was truly held down by the Native Americans during his capture, but it was part of a Native ritual of forming a cooperative relationship with the colonists. John Smith may have misunderstood this ceremony as an act of aggression and violence. In the 1995 Disney animation, this moment is portrayed a bit differently. The animation shows Chief Powhatan and his tribe dragging John Smith to a cliff for his execution. Pocahontas, influenced by a dream, intervenes and convinces her father to end the fighting between the two groups and spare John's life. Regardless of what happened after John Smith was captured by Chief Powhatan, the burning question may still be, why did Chief Powhatan capture John Smith in the first place? One historian suggests that Chief Powhatan was attempting to bring John Smith and the other colonists under his own authority. The chief did offer John Smith rule of a town that was near his own capital, perhaps to keep Smith and the colonists nearby and under his watch. 
did establish that Pocahontas befriended Smith and the Jamestown colony, even if the exact circumstances are unclear. It is known that, as a child, she would visit the English fort at Jamestown and play with the English children. As she grew older, she would also frequently bring food and provisions to John Smith and the other colonists of Jamestown. These provisions have been credited with saving the lives of many colonists from hunger. As time went on, the colonists expanded their settlement, and this felt threatening to the local Native Americans. Soon, conflicts between the colonists and the natives arose. In late 1609, an injury from a gunpowder explosion forced John Smith to return to England for medical care. The colonists told the natives that John Smith was dead. Pocahontas believed that account and stopped visiting Jamestown. Although the growing conflict between our people and the colonists may have also contributed. This growing conflict between the Jamestown settlers and the natives progressed to become the First Anglo-Powhatan War late in the summer of 1609. In the first years of the war, the colonists took control of the James River. Captain Argyll, a colonist, made contacts with another native tribe who was not always loyal to the Powhatan tribe. This other tribe was the Patawomex, and they had a young English interpreter living with them named Henry Spellman. In March 1613, Captain Argyll learned that Pocahontas was living at a Patawomex village. Although it is debated, Pocahontas may have gotten married to a native named Kukum during her visit to the Patawomex and also had a daughter. It is believed that her husband didn't survive the first Anglo-Powhatan War that was ongoing. In the 1995 Disney animation, Pocahontas is portrayed as being fearful to being wed to Kukum because he is too serious for her own free-spirited personality.
Alright, back to the story. With Spellman's help translating, Captain Argo put together a plan to capture Pocahontas. He promised to ally with these natives to fight against the Powhatan tribe if they assisted him to capture Pocahontas. They agreed and then tricked Pocahontas into boarding Captain Argo's ship. The colonists held Pocahontas for a ransom. They sent communications to her father, Chief Powhatan, demanding that he release colonial prisoners and also return various stolen weapons and tools. Chief Powhatan did return the prisoners, but failed to satisfy the colonists with the number of weapons and tools that he returned. A long standoff ensued, during which the colonists kept Pocahontas captive for about a year. During the year-long wait, she further improved her English and was also baptized, taking the Christian name of Rebecca. In March 1614, a confrontation occurred between hundreds of colonists and Powhatan natives. At some point, Pocahontas was brought into this encounter and allowed to talk to her father, Chief Powhatan, and to her tribe. It is reported that she rebuked her father for valuing old swords and axes more than he valued her. She told him she would prefer to live with the colonists, and that same year she married the colonist John Rolfe. John Rolfe had previously been married, but his wife passed on a shipwreck on her way to Virginia. When John Wolfe first arrived in Virginia, he'd established some farms and cultivated a new strain of tobacco. In a long letter to the governor requesting permission to wed her, he expressed his love for Pocahontas. He also expressed his belief that he would be saving her soul. He wrote that he was, quote, motivated not by the unbridled desire of carnal affection, but for the good of this plantation, for the honor of our country, for the glory of God, for my own salvation, namely, Pocahontas, to whom my hearty and best thoughts are, and have been a long time so entangled and enthralled in so intricate a labyrinth 
doubt even a wearied to unwind myself thereout. End quote. The couple were married on April 5th, 1614, probably at Jamestown, and for two years they lived at his farm. In January 1615, their son Thomas was born. The marriage was controversial to the British court, but it also brought a welcome benefit. The marriage created a climate of peace between the Jamestown colonists and the Powhatan tribe. A recorded account from 1615 stated, Since the wedding, we've had friendly commerce and trade, not only with Chief Powhatan, but also with his subjects round about us. The peace lasted for eight years, and it was known as the Peace of Pocahontas. Investors in England would see this marriage and this peace treaty as a key opportunity to make more money because the colony had financial backers. The Jamestown colony was initially funded by the Virginia Company of London. In the 1995 Disney movie Pocahontas, the opening song is even titled The Virginia Company. The song highlights the initial arrival of settlers to Virginia in 1607, who were financially supported by the Virginia Company. The song also states the clear goals of the company. Here are the beginning of the lyrics to the Disney song. Quote, In 1607, we sailed the open sea for glory, God, and gold, and the Virginia Company, for the new world is like heaven, and will all be rich and free, or so we have been told, by the Virginia Company." End quote. The For God part of the Disney lyrics is a reference to the goal of converting Native Americans to Christianity. The marriage of Pocahontas and John Rolfe, as well as the conversion of Pocahontas to Christianity, demonstrated some success for the Virginia Company. As a result, the company saw an opportunity to promote further investment from backers in England. To do this, the company decided to bring Pocahontas to England as a symbol of the tamed New World 
quote, savage, end quote, and the success of the Virginia colony. John Rolfe and Pocahontas arrived in England on June 12, 1616. They journeyed to London by coach, accompanied by 11 other Powhatan natives, including a holy man named Tomokomo. John Smith was living in London at the time, while Pocahontas was in Plymouth, learning with surprise that he was still alive. John Smith didn't meet Pocahontas, but this is when he wrote the letter to Queen Anne, the Queen of England, that was mentioned earlier. His letter explained how Pocahontas had saved his life, which may not have been true, and that she should be treated with respect as a royal visitor. So although he might have fictionalized the details of his initial capture by Chief Powhatan. Part of the reason was to buffer many of the prejudices in England against Native Americans. He suggested that if she were treated badly, her present love to the English and Christianity might turn to scorn and fury. He also suggested that England might lose the chance to rightly have a kingdom by her means. This prior suggestion was a reference to keeping peace with the Native Americans and establishing more colonies in the New World. Pocahontas was welcomed and entertained at various social gatherings in England. On January 5th, 1617, she and Tomokomo, the holy man, were brought before King James, the King of England. According to John Smith, King James was very informal and welcoming to them, so much so that neither Pocahontas nor Tomokomo realized they had met the king until it was explained to them afterward. Pocahontas was not a princess in Powhatan culture, but the Virginia Company presented her as one to the English public because she was the daughter of an important chief. Many English at this time recognized Chief Powhatan as the ruler of an empire and therefore gave his daughter appropriate status as a princess. Again, it may have been John Smith's letter to Queen Anne that influenced this perception because he refers to Chief Powhatan as 
their chief king. One writer from this time described his meeting with Pocahontas in London. He stated that she impressed those whom she met because she carried herself as the daughter of a king. When John Smith met her again in London, he referred to her as a king's daughter. Pocahontas was apparently treated well in London, with proper pomp and dignity. However, not all of the English were impressed. One historian claims that there is no strong evidence to suggest that Pocahontas was regarded in England as anything like royalty, despite the writings of John Smith. Rather, she was considered to be something of a curiosity and may have simply been viewed as the Virginian woman to most in England. Pocahontas and John Rolfe lived in England for some time, which included the Rolfe's family home at Norfolk. In March 1617, John Rolfe and Pocahontas boarded a ship to return to Virginia. However, the ship was still in England when Pocahontas became gravely ill. She was taken ashore, where she passed away at the age of 21 from unknown causes. Potential causes of her illness include pneumonia, smallpox, tuberculosis, hemorrhagic dysentery, and poisoning. Pocahontas' funeral took place on March 21, 1617, in England. After her death, increasingly fanciful and romanticized representations were produced about Pocahontas, in which she and John Smith are frequently portrayed as being romantically involved. Modern sources, however, substantiate claims of their friendship, but not of their romance. A couple of later events honored the life and efforts of Pocahontas. In 1907, Pocahontas was the first Native American to be honored on a U.S. stamp. In 2000, she was designated as a member of the inaugural class of Virginia Women in History. And in 2015, the Pamunkey Native Tribe who are descendants of the Powhatans, became the first federally recognized tribe in the state of Virginia.
This is the end of tonight's Whisperpedia episode. I hope you are deeply relaxed. If you'd like to listen to many more Whisperpedia episodes right now, then peek in the episode notes or visit silkpodcasts.com or perhaps you are now ready to fall deeply asleep. If so, 